Hello, warriors on a journey listening. Thanks for being here. Welcome to another episode of Happy Hamstrings, the podcast that I started before my 200-hour yoga training, and now I am officially 500 hours this year yoga certified. So if you're just listening for the first time, please do be aware that there is all types of different episodes, and today I'm just going on about what's happening with November 11th. I just finished coaching spinning, and it was amazing. I'm so lucky. I just want to say I know that I'm very blessed to have this opportunity. I'm actually training athletes in spinning class. There's Um, Some of the athletic department comes in sometimes. Sometimes it's faculty mixed in. So I do a multi-level class, meaning I give cues to offer opportunities for different levels to feel included. And it was just, it was so good. We had uh, just a few people, but sometimes the smallest classes uh, make for the best combination, especially when it's mixed levels. I love doing stuff like that. And then I went to, we have a new coffee shop on the square. I went to the new coffee shop, Redbird Coffee. Shout out to them for what they're doing. They're very community involved. Um, They're doing uh, donation, like suggested prices, because they realize a lot of these college kids are going through a lot of financial crisis, uh, just trying to make ends meet. Like a lot of the college kids that I've met have more than one job and they're going to school full time just to try to make ends meet because just one class alone is about a thousand dollars. I just, I can't even understand. I can't imagine. Anyway, Redbird Coffee is doing um, suggested prices, which means if you want to donate extra to go towards the next person who can't afford, it's like, um, it's like the take a penny, leave a penny on a much larger scale. I think that's a great thing they're doing. They're very community involved in other ways too. So after spinning, I stopped by Redbird Coffee. Now, do I have all the stuff at my house to make a perfect cappuccino? I absolutely do. However, I was like, it was just such a great class. I decided to just, you know, let someone else make my coffee of the morning. So I pull out my laptop and I open my invoicing system that I've been using since about November 2016 for creating invoices. Now, one invoice isn't representative of just one class. Sometimes an invoice has multiple classes. I'm kind of, I've changed the way I did it. I used to do uh, every single day was one invoice per customer. Now I'm using it more as a system to track my mileage. So if I teach five classes and make three trips to the gym, now, instead of having one invoice, I will put like three invoices for all three trips. That way I can look back on my mileage knowing exactly how far I traveled to that place. But that's not what I was going to tell you. When I went to create my invoices this morning, I can't believe this. I've just went over a thousand invoices. So I've been using this invoice system to keep up with basically all of my classes and things, personal training experiences. And this means that since... November 2016, now I have created over a thousand invoices. That's like a thousand trips to the gym. Think about that. That's like amazing. I just can't believe how excited I got. I didn't even, I didn't even see it coming. The, the amazement. (laughs) 
like obviously I could see my invoice numbers. But when I hit that four digit invoice number, I wasn't really like proud of myself for teaching the classes. I was really just proud of myself for not quitting. um, If that makes sense, because it's been it's been very tempting to just, you know, throw in the towel and say, well, I'd make more waiting tables or whatever, of course, I would be eating all kinds of junk food working at a restaurant and gaining weight. So I wouldn't be living my best healthy life. But as I've said before, I don't do this for the money. The focus is not the money. It's actually important that I keep up with the invoices for tax purposes. Because ever since I've started a business, I've been um, a little overtaken with the anxiety of the possibility that I didn't keep up with something. And then if I got audited, what if I didn't have receipts and that sort of thing? So that is what I keep coming back to with the whole thing about running a business is just a lot to keep up with in general. Today, I would normally be teaching yoga at this very hour because it is 830. So this would have been the time for me to start teaching yoga at the place that just hired me back. However, today is Veterans Day, November 11th, Thursday morning, um, Veterans Day, and I also would be teaching the senior yoga at 10 a.m. However, that facility is also closed. Uh, for some reason, the, the college gym, they're not, they're not closing their classes, so my schedule follows uh, the college schedule. In other words, if the college kids don't have a day off, then me at the center, I don't have a day off. So two out of three places are closed. Of course, all the banks, post offices are closed. So I went, did my errands yesterday. Uh, If you've been following the last couple of episodes, you know I've complained about my sinuses. And you can hear, it's not perfect right now. However, I do have some good news about that. I think that getting on that spinning bike this morning and really pushing myself kind of cleared up my head a little bit. And the more I think about it, it's like, of course it cleared up my head when you force that much oxygen into your body. Like what else is it going to do? Like where else is that congestion going to go? It has to go somewhere. So when I start sweating out, (laughs) my pores start leaking. Of course, things start moving out of my head a little bit because I've increased my circulation. Of course, I'm not saying this is the cure for anybody's issues with sinuses. However, um, just forcing myself to do a lot of deep breathing and high intensity cardio class in my instance, because I know it's just sinus related. It's not a cold or anything in my situation. It helped me. I'm not insinuating that you shouldn't go to a doctor, but, um, I'm not going to go unless I absolutely have to. In other news, I've got some workshops coming up that are donation based If you live anywhere in around the Jacksonville, Alabama area, you will find on my website, I've got a new page devoted to my workshops. I haven't put up the themes. I've only put up the dates and the information. I've also got an affiliate link. I still have loads of affiliate links that I need to add onto this page because if you sign up through my website and you click that affiliate link, then you're benefiting my business. And I'm an MVP VPG. And what that means is my 300 hour school, my vinyasa practice, they have gathered a team of volunteers and the VPG are the volunteer practice guides. And I think there's about 12 of us across the country 
to assist any student who hasn't been able to practice in person. That's become like a little bit of anxiety for somebody who's invested into their yoga training. I'm very, very, very fortunate to have had so many opportunities afforded to me to practice teaching because a lot of students that graduate invest and practice on their own, they may not get this opportunity to to even teach and use the, they want to utilize the skills that they are given. So in order to use these tools, uh, the, the leader, one of the peer support leaders who actually reviews the curriculum, she came up with this idea that instead of uh, just leaving them hanging out to dry and only having Zoom, what if we had volunteer practice guides? And I didn't know, like, there's no way I can know how many people in Alabama are actually enrolled. Of course, due to privacy purposes, they weren't releasing anybody's whereabouts. It was up to the students to reach out. And I posted an affiliate link on my social media and immediately, almost immediately, someone reached out to me. It wasn't because of the MVP email. It was because of my affiliate post. Uh, Someone who used to come to my yoga, she says, hey, I am enrolled in MVP and I still have a few questions. Can you help me? And then boom, it's happening. So this Sunday, I'm excited about this, by the way, this Sunday, I will be hosting my first volunteer practice guide session. It's like a closed workshop for one of the my vinyasa practice students. She's into the 200 hour training and I cannot wait to assist her. And then as a, as a compensation, the school will give our facility a little payback, like a, like a rental space fee. They're reimbursing me for a rental space fee. So I will pay them they will pay me back and everybody's happy. And then I get some more volunteer work to work towards my 1,000 hours of yoga teaching. And it's going to be good to help somebody. They want us to um, make sure that they're confident in building themes and working with sequencing because building up your sequence and building up your themes for your class is a huge part of teaching yoga. And of course, the curriculum that she's going over uh, is the 200 hour. I did the 300 hour And even though I don't have access to that particular information, I can probably help her with whatever section she's in if she just asks me the questions. And I'm excited. I cannot wait. Um, I cannot wait to tell you guys how that went, guys and gals out there listening, following my journey. Um, I cannot wait to tell you how that went because that's only going to be the first of many, I hope. And there's no way I can know, like... But as a, as a part of this, I'm going to be creating more and more workshops, and some of them will be open to all, and I'm going to have them donation-based Friday mornings, 10 a.m., the same place I'm teaching senior yoga. So I look forward to that. I'm not going to do it before Thanksgiving. It seems like it was very confusing at first to people when I explain it to them what I'm doing. I'm a volunteer practice guide, and even my husband was like, what are you talking about? You're going to pay them so they can pay you back so you can do a class for free? And that's kind of how he took it. But then I explained to him, like, this is about the experience, not so much like the making money part, but assisting someone who is going through a 200-hour training or a 300-hour training. Um, They only selected teachers who have over five years of yoga teaching experience, like in-person experience. And the idea is to help them get live teaching off the ground. 
So I think it's going to be interesting and I will always learn from anybody. As I was talking about um, with someone challenging what I, I know or don't know, even if they're not giving me anatomy knowledge like they think they are, they may be teaching me to work with my own patients, <laughs> as I had mentioned previously. So there's a lot going on. There's a mistletoe market coming up. If you want to see my art booth in person, check it out. It's called Mistletoe Market. It's The funds are going to a good cause. It's at the Alabama Institute for the Deaf and Blind. They have a... I didn't even know they had this. They have an equestrian arena. So we'll be at the arena in Talladega. So look for Mistletoe Market. That will be coming up the first Saturday in December. So I will post more information about this on my website soon. I haven't put the links up yet because, well, I don't know why. I have no excuses. <laughs> Today's the 11th and that's coming up pretty soon. So I'll put that up and then when I do, I'll put the links. Um, so I'm, I'm constantly updating my site. Check out the fitness fun and schedules. I've got music links. I've got inspiration to fitness I had to take down the Zoom links because for whatever reason, the replays on Zoom are not loading. It's sad because there were actually some on there of other teachers that I wanted to see. I guess the archives are deleted. I have no way of knowing, which is another reason I don't really like to archive a lot of things because I was archiving my yoga to somewhere that I had no access to. I couldn't watch the replays or utilize any of that. So... I'm no longer Zooming yoga at the facility where I w I'm still teaching. So someone asked me recently, like, how long had I been teaching yoga? And I'm standing here in front of my framed, my first yoga training workshop. And it was Aerobics and Fitness Association of America, also known as AFA. It says, hereby acknowledges me for successfully completing AFA's practical yoga instructor training workshop. Uh, I got five CEUs, continuing education credits, and this was issued September 21st, 2014. So this is when I started to build my confidence as a yoga teacher. And this woman who facilitated this eight-hour workshop was actually a retired physical therapist and at the time, I wasn't really, I wasn't really in a place of yoga like I should have been. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> like when we were in meditation and she told us to lay down on our side rather than zoning out and trying to clear my thoughts, I was wondering, what is the perfect amount of time to take a class to lay on their side? So I counted how many breaths that she had us lay on our side. I remember specifically thinking, like, instead of relaxing, I'm going to count how many breaths are we laying here in silence. And I remember it was 10 breaths. It was um, an incredible class, and I don't even remember much of it. I wish I had taken notes of what, her, what sequence she used. And she did give me a list of poses. And I actually do have that piece of paper around here. I'm looking around all these papers like somewhere. I have lots of study material. I was thinking about going to office hours today. However, I don't think that um, I don't think MVP is facilitating office hours today because today's considered a national holiday. So I don't think that's going to be happening for real. Um, yeah, just so many. <laughs> I have so many things just running around in my mind. Um, my 
NASM is for life. I'm good through at least um, as far as continuing education credits go. I'll be uh, eligible to renew, I think, to 2025. Um, And I'm not even really utilizing my personal trainer skills. I'm not saying I'm not utilizing them in the classes I teach. I'm not utilizing them as in a one-on-one basis with analyzing people's needs for their goals and setting them on a trajectory. Because right now, I'm not really working with any clients actively. Uh, I've tried to reach out. Lord knows, (laughs) like I have tried to reach out and tell people like, hey, I'm a personal trainer. This is what I do. However, it just seems like everybody's kind of, um, this is the death of expertise I've talked about. Everybody's kind of on their own trajectory of, I can Google whatever I need to know, dismissive of the trainings like, oh, I don't need someone who's done a training or maybe they're already studying strength training. That is one of the interesting things about working with all the different students with all the different um, themes and their, I mean, majors that they're studying. Like some of them are studying to go into exercise science and some of them are studying for just something like graphic design. So I'm meeting all different types of people. We've got a film department now. So I've actually met someone who's uh, trying to go into filmmaking and she's already won awards when she was in high school. That's just, I'm meeting all different types of people from all walks of life. And I think that's one of the most amazing things about it. If I were afforded the opportunity to go back, I think I would go seriously deeper into the strength training and continue straight along the same trajectory. Like I would continue to study strength training if I went back to college to finish up that is definitely the path I would go. When originally when I went, it was for business management. And that definitely would have helped me have tools. I never really thought that my business, when I was enrolled for that, I never really knew what kind of business I wanted to be in. All I knew was I wanted to make money at my job. (laughs) I wanted a job that paid money. And I thought business management, to me, that just it sounded at the time like something that would make me money. And then the longer I was in college, I started to see a lot of flooded markets. I started to understand what flooded markets meant. And then I started to realize that, um, I mean, I love Jacksonville State. It's just there was a lot of people who had degrees and for whatever reason didn't get to get into the field that they studied. Um that sort of terrified me a little bit. Like that's a lot of money. I should have stayed in actually considering what it cost back then. Um, it just terrified me to keep pouring more and more money in. So I bought a house instead. (laughs) It's crazy. All right. So to conclude, um, spinning went great. I've got two less classes today because it's veterans day. Um, it's big moment for, all the veterans, I'm just going to have a moment of silence right now because my father was a veteran. Um, Let's just have a moment of quiet here. It's good to just take in the moment and honor the vets.
Thank you so much for listening. I hope that whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, that you're happy, you're healed, you're free, and finding peacefulness. We accept ourself. We accept our patterns. We accept the process. And we respect the growing and learning process. So thanks for listening. I'm off to study. I really appreciate you being here with me as I seek transformation. Namaste.